Hello everyone, this is Chanel Hancock of Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast. It's August 9th, 2018, on a beautiful Thursday morning here in Akron, Ohio. And today I thought I would do a short podcast about... Anxiety and fear in language learning. I know for a fact that there are people out there that have problems speaking from day one. It might be because they're shy, they might be introverted, and they might not know how to open up and communicate with people. On a you know regular basis in their target language, whether it's English, Chinese, Russian, Arabic, Spanish, French, it's difficult for some people to be able to speak um, in their target language, let alone their native language. Maybe because. They really don't know what to talk about. They might not have enough vocabulary. They might not know enough about the subject matter. They might feel like they want to say something and they might have what's called a slip of the tongue where they'll just say something out of the blue that might be in left field, for example, and People might look at them the wrong way or judge them. And a lot of that is, you know, based off of fear. Because no one wants to fall flat on their face when talking to someone, especially if it's about a subject matter they may know something about or they may not know anything about, but they just want to participate within the conversation. But don't really know how to find the words to do so. And for those people that are learning target languages like myself, I try to stick to a formula of topics that I'm interested in, whether it's fashion or politics or books or travel or food. Um, entertainment, you know, family. However, I know that there are people out there that if they're not into art, whether it's painting or sculpture or, you know, crocheting, they're not going to know the vocabulary for that particular subject area because they're not interested. And this even includes your target language um, and your native language as well. Um, You know, I know people, they're not in the sports, so they don't know a lot of vocabulary about sports. But they're in the science, so they know a lot of technical terms and scientific terms. Or they're in the medicine, so they know a lot of 
anatomy and physiology terms. Um, I believe that when you're in a room with a whole bunch of people you really don't know, you might know one person, maybe two, if that, it can be quite stressful. Your palms start getting sweaty, you start you know, feeling like you want to run out the room or run out of your body and down the street, one of the two. And it can be quite nerve wracking. I mean, I've heard people say on other podcasts where they're not the type of person that will go up to someone and just start having a conversation. Well, I I have to agree, um, going up to someone and speaking in your target language without even asking permission is rude. You know, it's socially inadequate and you know, you're not being respectful to the person. You know, if you speak a common language like English, you might want to ask, you know, do you speak other languages in English first before you start wanting to speak their target language because you don't know how they're going to feel and what their response is going to be. And they might feel nervous as well about speaking English, you know, because a lot of people have this thing where they think they have to be perfect. They have to have this prepared monologue. It has to be something that's, you know, written out or recorded ahead of time and memorized. I mean, that does work for people, but people dread even wanting to speak from a written text sometimes because they feel like it's not natural. Well, with me, for instance, what I do is I will speak from my heart and I won't allow my nerves to get the best of me. If I mess up, I mess up, but at least I'm making the attempt. Um, But I get to know the person first before I start having a conversation, even over the phone. Um, I will text them first in like Skype or WhatsApp or Facebook Instant Messenger before I even call them and get to know them first before I make a phone call because, you know, I don't know what, how they're going to feel about that. So, you know, I can see apprehension on both sides from the native speaker because they don't know if their speaking abilities in English might be that great or what I might be thinking. A lot of it is just nerves. And that can be um, somewhat stressful for some people. But I'm here to tell you, you can have a stress-free environment of not feeling bad when you speak because even in English, you mess up, especially if English is your first language. So, you know, I guess I look at it as it's a work in progress. It's something that you will get over with as much exposure and practice as you possibly can afford. That not everybody is going to be patient, uh, you know, because in a real life situation, You don't have time to repeat what you just said. You're sitting up there having a conversation with someone and their time is just as valuable as your time is to you. So, um, 
I would just try to muster up the courage to be able to say, even if it's hello, how are you, my name is, I'm from, nice to meet you. That's a lot more than just saying nothing at all. Um, But I can assure you that on the other end of that um, telephone, they're feeling the same exact way as you are. I get that all the time from native speakers of Russian and Spanish and other languages. Is my English okay? Am I fluent enough? Well, if I can understand you and we're having a conversation and you're enjoying the conversation, then yes, it's enough for me. You know, I I just go with the flow pretty much. And I encourage other people out there to go with the flow and just take a breath and relax. It's going to be okay. It's not a competition. It's not a race. It's a journey that one happens to have on a daily basis, whether it's with yourself, it's with a language exchange partner, it's with a tutor, it's with a teacher. But 90% of the time when you're on the street or you're on the phone or you're on Skype chatting with someone, you don't have time to re-rehearse what you're going to say. You're just going to say what you're going to say and get it over with. And yes, it can be aggravating at times when you have people that you're speaking your their target language and it's their native tongue and they want to correct you. Well, that, that makes it even more frustrating for the person that's learning the language because they feel like, well, damn, I'm not doing it right. Well, first of all, you have to understand the native speaker is not a professional teacher. They're just someone that you're talking to. And you may cultivate a relationship with them or you may not. You may go on to somebody else if the conversation starts to get dull after you didn't say where you're from, what you're about, you know, if you have family, friends, if you work or don't work or whatever. After you finish that and you come across other questions and you find that the conversation is just a little stale, you might thank the person and you might move on to someone else that might have more interest along the same lines as you. And that's not as, you know, critical to your speaking their language. Um, But a lot of times you'll get people who are just very happy to know you're even learning their language. If you know three words in their language, it makes them happy. So, I mean, trust me, my boyfriend tells me all the time, am I speaking correct English? And I said, yes, you might be making mistakes, but you're speaking English. I understand you. I do give him tips about doing a lot of reading, a lot of listening, a lot of speaking, a lot of writing, because this will help improve his comprehension and his grammar when he's speaking. I have to do the same thing with Russian and whatever other languages that I'm learning at the moment. So it's a work in progress and just understand that the other person feels just as nervous about the situation as you do and that all you have to do is take one step at a time and you'll be okay. I mean, I have the same issues every day you know, now, mind you, if it's midnight and it's 12 o'clock in the afternoon in South Korea, where my boyfriend's at, you'll sit there and guess what gets to happen? Your brain is like fried because you're exhausted, but you'll still try to speak anyway. 
And I did that last night. And I could say without a shadow of a doubt, my brain was all over the place. I could only speak for like five to ten minutes in Russian. And I just went back to my native language because I was exhausted and he knew that. So we ended the call and I told him to call me when I'm not exhausted. So that's what he's going to do. And, you know, we'll practice English and and Russian and he'll let me speak. And then he'll, if there's a word that I didn't say or I didn't know and I had to do a little bit of code switching, he'll he'll let me know. But I'm not the type that gets really too nervous. And I don't have a lot of anxiety. I have more anxiety before I make the phone calls than after getting on the phone with someone. Um, I think it's because I'm still learning. I don't have as much vocabulary in certain languages like Dutch and Italian. But 90% of the time people say I'm improving. I I utilize that to the best of my ability. Every comment that I'm given. And that's it. You know, so a lot of it is just take a deep breath, relax, and be yourself. And trust me, they will enjoy that a lot more than you trying to put on a performance for them and vice versa. So I would like to end this podcast today by saying language learning is a journey, not a race. Enjoy the process. And you will improve by leaps and bounds, my friends. Don't forget to go on anchor.fm to like my podcast. Don't forget to go to Spotify, Google Play Store, iTunes. Download Chanel's Language Learning Journey podcast. C-H-E-N-E-L-L-E apostrophe S language learning journey podcast give me a rating and a review because it helps the other people find me and i'll see you in the next episode take care